Why are you, Josh, why are you like all shucking over there? Because I just see him like, oh, shucks over on the side. And I'm like, oh, whoopsie doopsie. What do we do over here? What did we bring up? What does old man Josh want to say now about technology? What is he scared of? (laughs) It's a new ball. (laughs) Because Enforcer says you're an old man now, so... I can catch you up with that. All right, all right. We'll catch you up later, old man. That has nothing. (laughs) I have passed off the title of old man. (laughs) Should should I start getting touch of gray? I wish Josh was here for me to answer that question. Yes, he should be getting touch of gray. Welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. It's uh, me, Paul DeArmond, again, as always, and Aaron Johnson. Uh, Josh had to leave and go home. So he's an old man. So he will not be joining us for the last episode this month. And um, apparently we're going to have some interesting announcements in the next couple of months as well regarding Josh and his role going forward with this. But we'll get to that at that point when that arises. If it arises, there's still right. some uh, behind the scenes things going on. And uh, But if that happens, well, we'll just leave it until then. <laughs> Regardless. So leave you in suspense oh what's going on and i'm going to say this right now lieutenant if you ask no i'm not going to answer (laughs) so don't try regardless of the fact it is now at this point the middle of august about or getting near the end of august and uh we're having some fun here in the sun in the summer wearing our masks going everywhere and just listening to the experts on everything Mm -hmm. or are we because and here's my thing i am being told conflicting information i have doctors on one side that i personally know or have gone to or have um you know close friends have gone to their doctors and the doctors are like yeah masks are doing absolutely nothing i have gone to my doctor's office in the middle of downtown milwaukee where they have a mandatory mask mandate if you're in Milwaukee. Like, if you're within six some feet of someone, out, even outside, you must wear a mask. If you're inside a building, you must wear a mask. And one of the receptionists, mask. One of the receptionists, no mask. In my doctor's office. <laughs> okay? And it, it's not like my doctor's office is a low-grade doctor. It's the doctor's office for my company. Right. Uh, that my company sends pretty much all the employees to. So it, it, it's guaranteed that they have some money because, well, almost all the employees from my company go there. Right. You know, it's just how the insurance works. You know, they made a deal with insurance. That's where we go, blah, 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 blah. But so we have that. We have viral. Uh, I cannot speak today. Uh, it Just FYI for reference, it's like 940 at night tonight while we're recording this and we still got one more to go. Oh so, gosh. I yeah, didn't realize it was nine forty. Yeah, it's it's late, but anyway. So you have people going. Oh, people are able to get um, coronavirus multiple times, and then you have doctors from Harvard, Harvard. You know, Ooh, top of the line, top of the line doctors, and they're going. And this was in the New York Times today, actually, hmm. uh, July twenty fifth, twenty twenty, where they were interviewing a doctor from Harvard, and she was like, "I keep seeing these reports." that people can get reinfected through COVID and that. And she's like, no, that's not the case. We're seeing this act like any other virus that once you get it and you recover from it, you're immune to it. Huh. But yet 
all these other reports are saying, oh, no, 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 you can, you, you can get it again. So we have conflicting things, right? And then everywhere you are being told, trust the experts. <laughs> they know what's best for you. And I've seen this. I hate that this is where I'm getting this from. But you see this meme. I, at least I have. I don't know if you've seen this meme going around on social media. <laughs> I don't know. Where it's people's like, I have spent countless hours perfecting my trade. Trust me, I am an expert. You know, something like that along the lines of that, you know, where because they spend the hours and they're the expert, we have to trust them, not someone who's done research, you know, uh, on their own. Because only trust the expert and you are not allowed to have an opinion on the subject matter. Because it's... You're not the expert. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. So you don't match their level of right skill in the, I don't know, whatever it is. In whatever topic. Yeah. And honestly, I look at that and I'm like, that's complete bull. Because if I relied on the experts only in my field, and I work in technology, if only the experts could have an opinion and teach, we'd get stale so fast. We need new people coming in with new ideas right. who are not the experts. You know how you become an expert? Through experience, through research, through searching, through trying, through looking at data, through forming your own opinion oh i know forming your own opinion <gasps> how dare you how dare you <laughs> bringing that back i don't have that sounder ready because uh new newer computer so don't have that fully ready yet i, I wish i did because i would play the heck perfect. out of that right now perfect <laughs> how dare you oh greta we miss you so much you impotent little child <laughs> oh my gosh what a great start <laughs> and you know, it drives me nuts when people are like, well, you're not an expert, so therefore we can't believe you. You know, I, I'm going back to my lovely little uh, Twitter experiment I did where I stepped on the low landmine and that I talked about last week. And one of the people on there was like, well, I'm a doctor. You must listen to me on why you are not immune. Oh, guess what, doctor? According to Harvard, you're wrong. <laughs> right. But what do you listen to? I'm supposed to trust him because he's a doctor because mm -hmm. he's an expert. <laughs> there was, I feel like that was, I mean, that's probably been a joke for a long time, but like in just like cartoons and all this stuff, if you have that one person just out of nowhere, like, trust me, I'm a doctor because they know what they're doing kind of thing. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and it's driven me nuts. Like I said, you know, in the tech world, if we limited all the opinions and the teachings just to the experts, I would never have had a chance to speak at conferences. Mm. I would never have had a chance to present at things. You know, I'm not an expert in everything in my field related to PowerShell. I might know a little bit more than the beginner in certain areas, you know, and when, you know, I'm dealing with my coworkers, they're like, oh, no, you, you, you're an expert. You're clearly an expert because you know all this stuff. I'm like, no, I learned under the feet of someone else. Mm -hmm. I have a basic understanding. I like to research things on my own. I'm not an expert. I know stuff. I know more than you, but that does that make me an expert? Oh, well, probably to them it does. Yeah, to them it does. Which but I mean, sense, but... You, you know, so in that regard, I'm the expert. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I've spoken at a conference, I'm the expert. Believe my opinion that the technology. And according to these people, don't believe the expert people, when me and another person who have both had a chance to speak at a conference disagree. What do you believe on the methodology? 
Same with these doctors that are coming out and saying, hey, we're still learning stuff about COVID, but this is what we know. And then the next day, someone else. Uh, Incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. This is how it is. So do we really is. So do we only give that power to authorities? Do we only give that power to the quote unquote experts? And why should or shouldn't we? I guess that really becomes the underlying question. So, so uh, Aaron, we don't have Josh with us, so. I know, I'm the only other target now to talk. Um, Yeah. Because, yes, you like to be able to trust the experts to a point, but obviously, granted, with COVID, I mean, yeah, you hear so many, you know, different thoughts that, you know, conflict each other and stuff like that. So then it is, it's like, well, who do you trust? Do you trust any of them anymore? I don't know. That's the thing I hate. Um, you're just well, well, media in general, and as past COVID and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, when things get political and stuff like that, well, one side does this, and they're like, well, no, the other. They really did this, and it's just nonstop fighting between whoever. It's like, what side do you trust anymore? Because they're supposedly all supposed to be experts in their field, but. I mean, everybody's right, except for the other person that disagrees with them, pretty much. So right. it's frustrating. It's, I mean, I mean, so yeah, as you kind of talked about earlier, that's where it comes down to. If, you, if it's something you really care about, it's something that you're going to have to put research into and try and, you know, again, yeah, form your own opinion on it. Because it's, I mean, because then you have something to back up your own actual thoughts on it. Um, and even, okay, bringing this into a church setting okay um talking about for the pastor talking about the bible and you know he's the one that's supposed to be well one teaching us stuff from the bible but one thing that i mean i feel like i've probably heard more so more in the past than than maybe i do now like it's it's maybe it's not something that that's brought up all the time but every once in a while especially if it's on a difficult subject um is you know be sure to be doing your own reading Mm-hmm. And, you know, checking up on stuff because pastors, believe it or not, aren't always going to be right on everything. So you're telling me I need to fact check Our the pa- expert, a.k.a. the pastor. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's what I'm telling you, Paul. <laughs> so we need to fact check the experts. Interesting. Because we can get it wrong. Well, we have me talking about like I'm an expert. They can get it wrong. <laughs> You're an expert on things you just don't know yet. I guess so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that, and that's true. You know, whenever you you know you're watching news like a like a talking head show. You know what a talking head show is, right? I know on the news station. That's where they bring in like a a bunch of panelists and they like sit. Oh, and it's okay. like the I'm squares sorry. of just their yeah. heads, and the, it's just their heads yes. talking. You know, yeah. You don't it talking say, head show. As soon as you say talking head, it Go figure. It made me think of a song. Of course. So, yeah. I, I know. I figured that. <laughs> but if you have a talking head show, right, and you have some panelists that come in, when you have that, you have to realize two things. One, that's not an objective news source at that time. It's subjective. It is colored by their opinions and their objectives that they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they are pro whatever. What they talk about is going to be pro whatever. Right. So they're going to spin that data. And, and I'm not saying this happens one side or the other. This happens all oh, sides. Yeah. This is where your MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, whatever news source you like, even local news. If you have a talking head, 
you're having spin. Mm-hmm. Even if they go, this is the no spin zone. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> There's spin, okay? There is spin. And you need to fact check those people. You know, one, one of the things that I've talked about this before is I use NewsGuard because that helps me kind of make sure I'm mm. fact checking myself even. You know, making sure that I'm not just taking what this news article is saying. I'm checking, first off, is the source that's coming from legit? Because right. if that source isn't legit, hold on. You know, I, I need to fact check and call myself out that I'm using a bad source. Right. You know, but if I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, this comes from, you know, a, a, a green verified thing. And I read the nutrition label. They're like, we're able to verify the ownership. They don't normally post fake news and all this other stuff. I'm like, huh, maybe I'd need to pay attention to what this is. Even if it's spun a little bit differently than what I would like, you know, because <laughs> to be honest, CNN is green checks across the board, but you read some of the news and you're like, wait a minute, your headline contradicts the first two sentences of your article. And it's just, <laughs> it's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but well, I was going to say that I was like, how do you trust that? So what is the uh, website thing or whatever that's supposed to news guard, the news guard thing. Yeah. So, th- so how do you know they're not? Because here's the thing. Leaning. I don't know. I'm, you can go to, they have Breitbart. They give that 100% clean. Breitbart. It's a very right-leaning oh, news okay. source. Yeah. Never when, when I say right-leaning, I mean, they're pretty far. Like, they're, they're pretty much on the same scale as, like, Fox News right-leaning sort okay. of stuff. But yeah. they're like, wait, Fox News is fair and balanced. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> they are definitely on the right-leaning yes. quadrant, okay? Um, the, the, that's not a... That's not a secret to anyone. No. But they give Breitbart a full, a full 100% score. Okay. Across the board. So they're at least. On both sides. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they're trying to be as objective as possible. Yeah. And they list their reasoning on why they okay. give each segment the score that they give. So, That's cool. you know, if they're like, well, so for example, Steven Crowder, right? Yeah. They give them red across the board. Okay. And the reason is, is like, they can't verify who the owner is. Well, and the reason is, is because like Crowder says he owns it, but, you know, on the web hosting, it says it's owned by this person. And, you know, so, and Crowder's team never responded to them. So they give them a red. Mm. And they're like, if Crowder's team responds, we'll give them a green. Right. You know, and then they'll talk about some of the fake news. And let's be honest here, Crowder is... We've never been to Lauder with Crowder. Some <laughs> of the headlines are intentionally, intentionally hyperbolic, intentionally comedic because he and his team by default are, you know what? They're late night comedians who sometimes get the news extremely right. And it is it's entertaining. It's entertaining. So, yeah, some of their headlines are going to be like that. So, would I call Crowder an expert on things? No, I would call him. Uh, a comedian, comedian, <laughs> yeah, comedian sure. first and foremost, who gives his spin on the news and he goes on his little outrages and all that. And, and it's, oh, just, yeah. it's just great. So, that, you know, but that's what I use to kind of check myself on things, you know, and this is the sources I'm looking at. Are they legitimate or not? You know, because if I was just using any old source that I like that I found out there, you know, that let's say that wasn't rated by NewsGuard. Well, man, there's a lot of crazy conspiracies out there. Right. You know. The, la- the latest one I saw floating around was like um, the COVID-19 vaccine 
was being deployed in conjunction conjunction with MasterCard to implant microchips for um, a world one world bank, right? That that was like a conspiracy I started seeing floating around. They're going to do it in Africa, you know. And you know, I, I I see you know people I know post that stuff, right? Yeah. But then I I start researching into it, and all the links that they link to are linking back to themselves on different articles on their own website that it isn't even rated by NewsGuard, and you could just uh, kind of read it, and you're like, uh, you're nah. like, no, I, I don't trust this source. Right. And I think that's where the difference is. You know, like, let's say between Aaron and let's say an imaginary Aaron in a parallel universe. Oh. Aaron in this universe uses NewsGuard. He checks all of his sources. He makes sure that they're green across the board and all the red ones he kind of pulls out and says, I, I won't use those for purpose of, you know, evidence. Aaron in parallel universe says, Ooh, I like this conspiracy website. I'm going to include it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At that point, which one should I believe? Whichever one ends up being true. No, I should believe <laughs> the one that actually goes out and use verified news sources. Mm. What if the other one was right? If the other one was right, somehow, props, some credit. To, props to them, <laughs> but they weren't using verified news sources. Right. Now, verified news sources are one thing, right? Peer-reviewed journals, new um, science journals, that's a whole other ballgame. If you're using those as well, peer-reviewed, not just a science article, because anyone can publish a science article. Yeah. But if it's peer-reviewed, that means other scientists have reviewed the results. And, and they could reproduce it. Yeah. That is the gold standard. And so when people go, well, I, who are you? I don't trust you. Be like, here's a peer-reviewed journal. Boom, boom. <laughs> got it. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. You got that data and your data is, but your conclusions are based on that. Yeah. My conclusions are based on that data. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I trust you? Don't trust me. Trust the data. Right now you're going, oh, but you're only believing the expert fair. I'll give you that one because you're believing the scientists. But at the same time, I'm telling you, go read the actual raw data. Don't read someone's interpretation of the data of the data. And that's like, that's man, a big thing also as, as far as it has gone with like the testing for COVID and stuff like that, or all these numbers for it. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I, I talked to some friends about it. Well, not really talk to him much about it. It just come up in conversation. They'd give their spew on the numbers. Well, this is how they're looking at the numbers wrong. They should be looking at it this way. And they're just twisting it up and making it like, you know, work their way or whatever, which makes sense. Whatever. I'm sure people do that. Well, it's gotta happen. Um, but then you'll go somewhere else. I'll talk to a different friend. Well, okay. Let's just say the one friend says it's terrible. Like the virus is terrible. It's whatever. And then you go to another friend and like, well, no, it's really not that bad. They're just like working the numbers in their favor to make you panic about it kind of thing. And it's like, this is what's, I mean, depending on how you look at the numbers and something, you talk about the raw numbers, the raw data of this stuff. It's like, well, then. How, how is it presented? Yeah. You know, and also, so again, this is recorded uh, July 25th. Yeah. This past week, if you're unaware, Aaron. It was like a past week or past two weeks, a bunch of testing sites down in Florida oh. were found to have overreported, overreported, overreported <laughs> positive percentiles of their test. So, I, yeah, I, 
I my my dad was telling me something about like the, there's I don't know if it was like two ladies. I don't know if this is in Florida where this was at, but went into line. To yeah, get l- we'll get to that oh, one. Okay, because right. right, I know I know what you're yeah. getting at. Yep. That's a different example. Oh, oh okay. So sorry, what I'm talking on. about is, you know, there's labs in Florida's right. Yeah. Let's say they got twenty thousand tests. Yeah. They then told the state, you know, let's say we got three hundred positives out mm. of that twenty thousand. I'm just making up numbers. I don't actually know the numbers that were involved. Mm-hmm. But what they failed to tell the state was they had, they had 19,700 negatives. They just told them they had 300 positives. They didn't tell them how many negatives oh. they had. So when they so when the news reported it, they said 100% of patients in this county tested positive who were tested, making it seem like this big old explosion. Now, maybe it was a big explosion, maybe it was a few thousand or whatever. I, I don't know the actual numbers, like I said, but they weren't reporting the negative percentile mm. with the positive. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. instead of saying, you know, what what's what's three out three hundred out of twenty thousand, whatever that percentile is, instead of saying right. that many positives, they just said we had three hundred positives and no negatives. Yeah, that that's awful. So that's such a yeah a twisting. And so day. when news and experts report the percentiles because that's that, that's an easy I guess you can say an easy way to kind of indicate the spread you know yeah because instead of saying we tested fifty thousand and two thousand came back positive you know Oof. what what does that mean Not okay <laughs> but if you go fifty percent of the people that were tested tested positive it gives you a little bit more scary of a thought. Because you're like, it's so widespread. Makes him nervous. 50% 50 of all those tests were positive. We tested two people. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm grateful, like here in Wisconsin, right? When they release the numbers every day, they release the numbers of those that were tested and the percentile that it ends up being. Mm -hmm. Now, I I kind of have a little thing on how they present it. Because the way that they present the data... Also, at the same time, it makes it look like a thousand people died overnight in Wisconsin when really that's like the tally. Well, since this all has all began. Yeah. And unless you go back and look at the actual graphs, you don't see when those spikes in that hit. You just see the thousand plus mark. Right. And so you're like a thousand. Oh, wait, that's a thousand since February. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) I still it's. one is bad. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not discrediting that, but at right. what point do we have to, do we say, who do we believe? Mm-hmm. Because every day, like, like you, we were both saying, it seems like, you know, Dr. One comes out and says, Oh, it's not that big a deal. Dr. Two, it's horrible. Dr. One, ah, mask do nothing. Dr. Two, mask will save Same your man. life. And, d- and then Dr. Three will come out and be like, and eh, they might help. I d- Yeah. Right. And I'm I like, think- wait, who? Which one do we listen to? Which one do I believe? And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, someone has an opinion about it and it's like, you're not a doctor. Shut up with yeah. your opinion. Don't don't speak. No one what you're talking about. I did uh I did see um uh someone posted on social media. It was, it was a picture and it was like just talking about like don't um I guess shame people that don't wear masks because they might have they probably have a good reason as far as you know as to why they're not wearing it. Yep. And she, yeah, you know, um, but then, so I was like, 
Interesting. And then I saw I had some comments. I was like, eh, every once in a while, I guess I'll decide to look at comments on something. This was one of them. And someone had said, like, you know, oh, don't wear them. Like, it's they're not good for you, whatever. And he's like, I try and avoid it at all costs unless a store requires it. Then I'll wear it, whatever. Um, And for me personally, it's okay. Well, one, I have a beard. Technically, that just ruins it. Yeah. Um, But for our work, I mean, we're required to wear them at work. So I do. I have a more hard, not. I don't have a hard time breathing. It's just not fun. Not fun breathing. <laughs> oh, I get that. It, yeah, it, it's it's not. I fun. hate breathing in warm air. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but I mean, outside of that, yeah, I I don't wear it unless a store requires it that I go into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like, yeah, this <laughs> this one person made a comment saying like, "Oh, well, this lady." did a lab test or whatever and like masks do you know prevent a lot of spread whatever and stuff like that which and she showed an image of this lady who had coughed onto a peachy petri dish with a mask and then one without right obviously the one without a mask had more crap on it whatever and germs junk i don't know um, but I was like, my my one thing was, I was like, I would hope the average person would have the decency not to just straight out cough on you in a public setting. Like, generally, I hope you wouldn't see that. Now, there are the people that purposely went on licking grocery items. And yeah, stuff like that, when, that when, were, this, when this started. and Yeah, when it all hit, because kids thought it'd be funny. And they were charged with domestic terrorism. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess, I don't know. It's It's stuff like that where it's like, to a point, almost, I saw that as it's like, I don't know, it's it makes it seem like at first thought, it's like, well, if someone's not wearing a mask, this is what you're getting on to you from just being around people. When overall, I mean, you're not sitting in front of someone and getting breathed on by him. Well, so, that's also assuming that, you know, whoever is not wearing the mask is infectious. Oh, you right. know, and, and there is asymptomatic people, okay? And here's the other fun part yeah. about asymptomatic people with COVID-19. What? One study came out and said, asymptomatic people Can't. don't spread it. One. And then another study came out. They do spread it. We do it. spread it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and it's just like, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. You're the so expert. Which one is true? <laughs> Come up with a concise view. Because what's happening is, and I don't blame the scientists on this. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're, they're doing tests. They're coming up with hypotheses. They're trying to learn more about this. Mm-hmm. But what's happening is they're putting out their data and then people, regardless of the side they're on. So, you know, person A, you know, pro mask, person B, anti mask. They're going to pick up the studies that they want and say, look, my studies prove it. <laughs> now, do you yeah. just go and blindly follow and agree with that person? No, it is your responsibility as a responsible citizen. Hmm. To research and come up to your own conclusion based on the data you find. Now, you may choose to use their data or other data. Mm -hmm. It is not your responsibility. It is not your prerogative. It is not your, well, it is your right, but it is, it's not something you should be like, I need to do where you go then and go, I disagree with you. I will now yell down at you until you cave into (laughs) what I want to do. 
Whoever barks the loudest and goes the longest wins. Yeah, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. No. It's supposed to be this idea that, you know, Aaron comes and says, here's my conclusion based on my research. And then I come back and say, okay, well, here's the facts I found. Here's what I think. I think you got some things wrong, but something's right, you know, and and there's that dialogue. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not an expert. You're not an expert, but we can have opinions on it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's one thing to say I have an opinion on it, you know, and trust the experts, you know, for the final thing. But I have seen on Facebook and that where it's like, you can't even have an opinion on it if you're not an expert on it. Right. And that's wrong. Uh because, I mean, yeah, anyone can have an opinion, but just, I guess, yeah, it's to the point where you consider your opinion fact. Or, obviously, then also, as you just said, saying that people that have an opinion just can't because it's wrong no matter what. <sighs> it's a crazy, complicated world out there. Right. And we're having conflicting numbers uh, <laughs> every way. Yeah. and that's Every which way to Sunday. And that is something I don't get where it's like, Gosh, uh, since there is like conflicting results from the experts, it's crazy how defensive people get towards one another that either do and don't wear the mask, like just at each other. It's like, I guess it's like, (laughs) where do you find it to be okay to scream at the other person because they do have different thoughts than you on this subject? Right. And so... One of the things I saw recently on Facebook, two nurses that went at each other. Oh, yeah? Yep. So there's this, there's this idea out there that if you wear a mask, uh, your O2 levels will go down. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, okay? And, you know, and I see this all the time where it's like, I'm not going to wear a mask because my O2 levels are going down. I'm going to breathe in my own blah, blah, blah. It's going to weaken my immune system. I'm like, eh, I don't 100% buy any of this. But it's like, I ha- and I haven't personally researched any of this but we had there was so there was a a nurse that posted something about to that statement where it's true right and then another nurse came by is like look at me ride my bike in my o2 meter with my mask and how my oxygen levels are all the same and i was like so i got two nurses tell me two different stories right hello confusion (laughs) so where it all begins yeah, so you're telling me the masters have it right, the experts have it right. A nurse, a doctor, sounds like a horrible joke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a nurse, a doctor, and Aaron walk into a bar. Uh oh. Woo! Aaron ducks. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Well, not that. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying it sounds like the intro to, to a horrible joke. You know, where it's like, it's just like, what's reality? What's true? What is the fact? Yeah. And then, you know, you see, like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, where you, it's, you know, how you present data also makes you look better or worse as an expert. Right. Because yeah. if you say, hurt, yeah. if you say since COVID began, deaths in Racine County have jumped up a thousand percent from COVID. It sounds horrible. And then you look at the raw numbers and what is it? You, I thought you, oh, thought you have a sheet there. Oh, well, should I just go that down was the as, whole list? That was as of 722, right? Yeah, 722. How many deaths 20. total? Total oh, deaths. 69? That's not that many. Of And that's in Racine County. County. Not the city of Racine. So 
For those of you who are not around here, uh, the city of Racine just passed a mask mandate beginning um, Monday. Well, so it'll be July 27th. Oh. So past, yeah. you know, before this episode comes out, uh, past this recording of this episode. And so as of July 22nd, you know, that's a Racine County, which includes the city of Racine, obviously. And the reason for this mask mandate is due to the fact of them saying these are the rapid rise in the number of cases. And again, depending on how you look at the numbers, it can look like that. But if you look at the raw numbers, however, it paints a very different story, I guess you could say. So I I saw you texting. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not texting. I was I just got curious as to see oh what um what the death was and yeah it literally is still 69 deaths in Racine County for for covid for covid and and here's the thing and and I know this was going around and people were getting all upset about this and the, here's the thing this is true if you die and you test positive for covid you are counted as a covid death yeah so Take that what you will on on, on that. Uh, there's some people who are saying, well, we shouldn't count it. Some people are saying we need to count it. I I don't know. I, honestly, on that one, I honestly don't know what to think on that because, you know, I get it. COVID impacts your ability of your body to fight other infections as well. You know, right. but at the same time, like if Aaron was on his motorcycle and a semi truck hit him, but. And he happened to test positive for COVID. COVID. Did COVID contribute to him not being able to drive his motorcycle correctly? And that's why he went to the semi? <laughs> we'll never know that one. The world may never know. But he would become number 70 on the list. And his mother would cry. Yeah. And, Just my mother. And blame motorcycles. <laughs> yes. And make the old man sell his. <laughs> yeah, that would be the end of your dad's that motorcycles career. Period. <laughs> you know. Yep. Even if it wasn't your fault, like yeah, no, yeah, no matter what, that's the, the end. The semi ran a red light into you, and it's like, Bron, no more motorcycles. <laughs> that's what would happen. Your mom does not sound like that. For no, the record, she no, yeah, she's much nicer. And you, sweeter, you, you, you made her sound like an old uh, motorcycle <laughs> smoker mama, which she is definitely not. I'll, maybe I'll post a picture with me and my mommy someday. Oh, you can see my mom. I love my mama. So here's the question. Is your mom an expert? And what? Selling gravestones? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, she is. I guess, I mean, that is her job. <laughs> so your mom is an expert in death. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't want you to but ride a motorcycle because you might die. Yeah. You might want to listen to your mom. She's an expert. to her. <laughs> well, I mean. So Aaron. Yeah. You can't have your own opinion on this. You have to listen to the experts. You have to listen to your mother. <sighs> we can't let her hear this. <laughs> I'm going to send her a direct link. <laughs> Skip to uh, this part of the episode, Mrs. Johnson, and uh, tell me what you think. Yeah. We'll get a phone call immediately. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I am now a new listener. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my, what is this you're doing? You're drinking it on video. Drinking on. Oh. Yeah, that'd be maybe a whole other conversation, but probably not. <laughs> but yes, I. <laughs> <laughs> so this concept that only the experts can chime in on things, I think, is a, is this outdated construct of when we used to have only a few people who could be specialty of things. 
Right. You know, back in the days when, you know, two people in the village knew how to create a horseshoe. Yeah, those were the only two that knew how to do it, and those should be the only two that could talk about how to create those things. Right. But now we have this wonderful thing called the internet. We have Ooh, Khan, Aca- Khan Academy, where you can learn things for free. Um, literally, if you don't know what Khan Academy is, mm-hmm. you can go there and be like, I want to learn more about, pick a subject, like say economics. And they have school courses, essentially, that you can go oh. through to learn more about economics. Oh, cool. So, so if you don't know enough about it and you're like, I want to educate myself more, you can learn That's history, awesome. et cetera. Courses you would find in school, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, That's pretty cool. You can go to YouTube to learn how to unclog a sink, yeah, to right, tie a tie, ways. to yeah. change oil on a car. So guess what? <laughs> Even you can have an opinion on what is the best methodology for changing oil on a car. <laughs> I remember seeing a video of some some lady supposedly trying to do an oil change in her car, or at least put oil in her car, and she literally opened the hood, took the oil, and just poured it all over the engine. I'm like, that's not how this works. I hope that was a joke video. I I I do. If you're too, learning from videos like that, you do not get to don't. have an opinion. <laughs> right. On oil changes. At on least. oil changes. You can have an opinion on other things, but yes, not that. The oil change. So, if that's your method. <laughs> yeah. So and this leads me to the next, you know, logical conclusion of this. If only experts are allowed to have opinions, and only experts are allowed to talk about this then, Aaron, you cannot have a political opinion. Huh? If only experts are allowed to have opinions on things. Sorry, you can't can't have political opinion. I'm not a political expert. Trust me. No, I'm not. No. (laughs) Which I'm more than okay with, for the most part. I mean, if you can't have an opinion, why should you be allowed to vote? Oh, that's one last thing for me to do now. All right. Oh, great. Yeah. No. But I mean, honestly, I, I, that sounds hyperbolic. That sounds like a little facetious. I could foresee them doing that one day being like, you're not allowed to have an opinion because you're not an expert. You're not, since you can't have an opinion, you can't vote on it. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah, that doesn't sound too far off because I mean, it's almost to a point of what's happening now. Yeah. It's just like, well, just listen to the experts. They know what they're talking about, but. Now, obviously, you can you can counter argument all this and say, well, what about the anti-vaxxers and what about the five G uh, conspiracy theorists and that? Right. You know, again, let's p- look at the sources that they're citing. All the sources that they're citing, if you were to run that through something like NewsGuard, which facts you know checks the sources, guess what? All those are either not rated or read across the board. That is a warning sign for you right there. Yeah. Red flags, literally. If all of your sources run through an integrity checking service are not rated or read, there's a problem. Yeah. And you're going, well, it's because they're speaking the truth and no one wants to hear they don't the truth. Hear that. Get over yourself and the fact that just because you have a differing opinion than someone does not mean you have the truth. You are allowed to have an opinion. I will fight for you to have the right to have your opinion, but that does not make it true. And that's, a, that's the same with everything. And and all honesty, that should be the same with all quote unquote experts. Just because they have studied in that field does not mean they can they that they cannot be wrong. Mm-hmm. I have spoken at conferences, I have written multiple lines of code, I have written 
many, many things related in my field. I am still wrong once in a while. And I still have to search for the correct answer and say, you know what? I don't know that off the top of my head. Let me find out. I don't believe it. And yet I've been working in this field. So it's been quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah. It's 12 years now. Yeah. As I say, I was going to say about a little over a decade. Yeah. Because, and when I say 12 years, I mean, in the very niche field of automation with PowerShell. And that's very niche. That's very, it's a very small subset of us. You know, and I've been working this and even then I still go, huh, I don't know that off the top of my head. Let me search for that. Let me find the answer. Cause, or let me ask someone. Cause I don't know. Google. <laughs> no. Bing. <laughs> oh, Bing. Yeah. Oh, it's Bing now. Or DuckDuckGo. Oh, that's right. But when at work, I have to use Bing. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But, you know, it's like, okay, I'll search for this stuff now. Find it. And then, okay, cool. Good to know. Got to see it, you know, figured out the answer. Even this expert doesn't know what he's talking about sometimes. But yet you're going to trust my opinion over the guy I just learned this data from, who maybe is specializing in their component of the field that I'm not. Mm. A guy who's maybe been in the field for maybe three years. He's not a quote unquote expert, but I still learn from him. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing in the tech field, whether you're one year or 12 year veteran of in the field, you learn from each other. A 12-year veteran can learn from a one-year veteran just as much as a one-first-year person can learn from a 12th-year. That's a really cool thing. It is. But that also tells you, just because you have the title expert near you, doesn't mean you know everything. Yeah, you still have learning to do. That's one thing we never stop doing. Yeah. (laughs) And that's one thing I'm kind of glad to see in the IT field is that people in there are kind of humble enough to realize they may have like senior engineer or you know, whatever title behind them, but they might once in a while have to go, I don't know, what does the rest of the team think? And it's the new guys on the team that say, hey, let's do this. Let's do it this way. And it's like, beautiful. It works. Let's do it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm one of the newest people on my team at work. Uh, Me and another guy, we came in, you know, a couple months from each other. But even though we're new to the team, we're still learning things. We're not experts by any means of the environment, we're like, hey, what if we do it this way? And all of a sudden it's like, hey, that worked. Yeah. That's amazing. It's like, sick. <laughs> you know, and it's these guys who have been there for years. And it's like, wow. But you know what? They're not like, but I said it must be this way because <laughs> I'm the expert. <laughs> the expert. And that's not how it goes. No. And I'm- that's the thing. They have the humility to understand that. So, and then, uh, that's a big word right there, humility with it, to being able to have other ways other than the own presented to them. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Because that's, I mean, that's one big thing that causes so many, like, I don't know, I guess heated arguments is because one person has their opinion, which they think is right. They don't want to take the chance of being wrong. So if someone comes against them, like, <laughs> Right. You know, and then I'll get butthurt about stuff. And then it's just like. But like all your talking head ones, right? Yeah. Let's say um, you don't see this that often anymore. A lot of the talking head shows you see are echo chambers. Everyone's coming out with kind of the same opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you put one on there, let's say you put a masker and an anti-masker and, a, you know, whatever. And a third option. Whatever the third option would be for mask. You know, on a talking mm-hmm. head show. 
and you let them talk, they're going to start yelling at each other saying, no, I'm the expert. You know, you mm-hmm. get, you, let's say you get three doctors. One says yes, mask. One says no mask. One says sometimes mask. Right. What do you do? <laughs> all three are technically experts in their field. All three have doctorates. All three have studied the virus. All three have studied what this does to you. All three have studied how it spreads and the immune system and all that. And they know and they're prescribing treatments for their patients and or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, believe the experts. Okay, cool. Which one? <laughs> Thanks. That didn't help. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's why it's our responsibility to take what the expert says, step back, look at the bigger picture and research everything on our own as well. Yeah. And every conclusion we come to will not necessarily be right. We'll might come to a wrong conclusion, but we're taking responsibility for that. But like you said, humility is the big part. We have to have the humility then to admit maybe we're wrong on part of it. Right. And while our base instinct might say, we want to fight and say, no, I am right. I am only going to do this. I know what I'm talking about. You, we may need to just step back for a second and say, huh, I, I could be wrong and be like, all right. Um, but I, mean, I feel like, I, I mean, I feel like we should be excited to learn as people, especially if it's something in your field. Like you always should be wanting to learn more about what do you want to be an expert in? So. Because, I mean, I guess, yeah, when you have conflicting evidence like that, well, then I guess somebody's got to be wrong. Somebody's got to be right would be my guess. So wouldn't you want to kind of work with each other and figure it out or no? You would hope so. Yeah, that would be the, that is the hope. But as we talked about in a previous episode, it has gone to the point where everything is politicized. Everything is, you're either right or you're wrong. And if you're politically wrong, you know, where you're, you're the minority opinion and not minority as in how much melanin is your skin, but minority opinion as in, you know, you're, you're talking countercultural. You're yelled down and told no, you know, just like, you know, we had here in the city of Racine. Well, I'm not in the city of Racine anymore. I don't live here. Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) but where you had in the city of Racine this past week, and I think it pretty much surprised everyone because it like came up on the ballot like last minute where they all of a sudden they're like, we're going to vote on a mandatory mask mandate. Yay. And they're citing large increases in the number of COVID cases, right? So I think you have data total from July 22nd. 22nd. How many people were tested for COVID? <sighs> total tested has been 38,808 people, which is just under 20% of the population in Racine County. Okay. And how many of those tested? were positive total positive those tested was seven percent which is 2739 people okay so you're you you read that and you hear that and you're like seven percent of racine county is positive that's what it you know you could spin it that way in the news Mm -hmm. right yeah but how many percent of racine county is tested positive oh well no i'm sorry no that wasn't wait that was a tested positive in Racine County. No. Here, wait, let me what? see some let me see the line. Let me see the paper real quick. Oh, oh wait. Those tested. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Now I guess now you got me tripping. Yeah, I know. Oh no. So I can't even read my own stuff. So, my dad's stuff. Yeah, I know. So 7.058% of those tested yeah, tested positive. positive. Yeah. 
Okay. And you hear that and you're like, some percent of racine is positive. Yeah. But in reality, 1.402% of the total population of Racine County is positive for COVID. That's still yeah. at 2,739 people. Yeah. Okay. If you look at those tested, again, just those tested, right? Yeah. 92.942% of those tested test negative. Woohoo! Most of Racine is not. Right. Was is not that's how you could read it, right? Right. But then you look at the total number. 18.459% of Racine County population total has tested negative. We're talking eight, 80% of the population hasn't been tested. It's kind of scary. Of Racine County. Yeah. So these numbers we have, while they seem very positive here, right. there's still this 80% variable unknown. Right. Which is nerve wracking. Yeah. But to, so, so, but to be fair, right? Of those tested, 92% are negative. So and that's a good thing. And that gives me hope for those other 80%. Right. So what is, uh, I'm trying to think of what the uh, Racine County population is. Well, if 20% is 38,000, oh, I'm not, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I can do, I'm and, I'm and as you talked about before, there were 69 deaths total. Now, again, one death is too many, but that's right. 0. 0.035 of the Racine County population. Percent. So, yeah. but, 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 if you only, mm-hmm. that same number, right? 69 death. Mm-hmm. But if you say 2.5% of those tested have died. Sounds a little more frightening. Yeah. But they forget one thing of those that tested positive. Because <gasps> <laughs> if, if you talk about those that are tested, it's 0.178. Right. So depending on how you can spin the numbers. You can really freak people Whether out. you're an expert or not, you can freak people out and make the same number seem horrifying. Yeah, because you're like, oh, there's a three, almost a 3% chance I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, wait. First, you got to be one well, of the 1.42% to test positive. Yeah. And then you got to be one of the, <laughs> one of those, yeah. the 3%, the 3% of those to. Now, again, death, <laughs> is, death is bad. And if there's yeah. things you can do, you know, to avoid. I, to avoid it, do it. You know, wash your hands. I'm not saying if there, you have a local mask mandate, not to wear a mask. Wear a mask. Follow the, the laws. You know, right. if a store, especially if it's a store that where there's not a mask mandate and they're saying, please wear a mask. That is their private property. That is their prerogative on if you wear a mask or not in their mm-hmm. store. Um, that is not infringing on your freedom because guess what? It's a private property. They set the rules. Right. You know, if you want to have the conversation about if it's a a government mandate or whatever, that's a whole different conversation than if it's a private property mandate. Technically, Aaron's dad could say, if you come into this house, you must wear a mask. That is his prerogative on his private property. You know, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So the people are going, huh, it's a, it's a friendly, my right. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> just it's not. Put a mask on. You know, it, again, if it's a government saying it, you have a little different conversation that if it's mom and pop store saying, you know what, we want the safety of our customers and that, you know, until we know more stuff, please wear a mask. Right. You know, that don't hurt. I hate it still personally, but, and, and I will go out of my way to go to stores <laughs> that do not require masks. You. <laughs> I know, but apparently doing that is a threat to myself and others. As it I had learned last week. Dangerous. 
dangerous man. Yeah, I know. Just that's who I am. I am what I am, and I am what I am. <laughs> and I am what I is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yes, I experts are people. Mm-hmm. And guess what? People, we get things wrong. Yeah, I every, guess. every If you've ever watched Big Bang Theory, you know the, the character Sheldon Cooper, and he is like this super genius, like almost always right, because he knows like everything in the universe somehow. Hmm. He, he's has a mental disorder. Trust me. <laughs> He's not all there socially. Like some other people I know. Not saying names. Oof. <laughs> and even he, this super genius that is working on this string theory and all this and making ways into the universe. Guess what? He's wrong. From time to time, the expert of experts is wrong. <laughs> He's wrong. Mm. Unfortunately for humankind, there's only going to be one person ever who was never wrong. And unfortunately, that is, doesn't jive well with a lot of people. Why are you giving me that look? I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so, because of that, and, and if you're like, one person only who will ever not be wrong, who is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, I wonder. Oh, uh, oh, you almost had it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday School, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's the only person who will never be wrong on something. Guess yeah. what? The rest of us, we're flawed p- creatures. Yeah. We're going to be wrong, expert or not. And if so if you, we hold up these experts as the ones only who can know things, that could guide us, that can be the ones to be right about the topic of which they studied. And you know what? Yes, people are like, I studied in my field for 24 years. Of course, I should be revered as an expert. That is fine. You know, people study a long time and they should be listened to. And But that does not mean that Joe Schmo cannot have an opinion on something, especially if they take the time to learn about it and research it. Yes, they can be wrong, but anyone can be wrong when they're doing stuff on their own research. Mm-hmm. Again, even the experts. Takes one little small mistake. You accidentally, you know, read .001 instead of .01. Yeah. 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 You know, and I was, I was actually is previous episode when we were talking about stuff and doing numbers on like the, um, what was well, the whole thing with Twitter and, uh, the population of the United States when we did, uh, it was, it was 7% of right. people in the States yeah. have it. Um, I did 0. 0.7. So like I took the population over and then multiply by 0. 0.7, not 0. 0.07. I was like, so yeah, that, that was not right. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes one simple little mistake. Yeah, and to get you know, and if, and if you're reading something quickly or something, you do it wrong, and yeah, life just it, goes crazy. Yeah. So I mean, listen to the experts, but form your own opinions on it. Right. Do your own research. Figure out is the expert biased in any way? Are they pushing an agenda? And you'll find that out when you start doing the research. And here's the thing. Uh, Experts that don't give their sources should immediately be a red flag. That is why anytime I, I, I put an article on our website, I include all of our sources. Mm. Because I want to say, look, here's the article. Here's the podcast episode. Here's the sources. Listen and read and come up with your own opinion on things. Don't listen to us. 
just because we're on the internet, just because we're on the internet does not make mm. us right. <laughs> just because I've spoken at conferences does not make me a pure expert where I can never have anything wrong. Just because I work with teens does not mean I have all my crap together. There are days when I don't. Mm. And we need to remember that when dealing with people. We don't get starstruck and go, they've oh, studied this for 24 years. <laughs> Why are they talking to me, a lonely person? It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what? 24 years ago, they started out exactly where you were. Mm-hmm. 24 years ago, they needed someone to come alongside them and help them learn. And maybe they're coming alongside you, or maybe you're the expert and you can come along someone else and help them get better. Mm. Because it is on all of our, it, it's on all of us. It's all of our responsibility to help each other learn and help each other become experts in the fields that we are experts at. And if you're going, I'm not an expert in any field, well, crap, stop and analyze your life. Because guess what? You're an expert in something. Aaron is an expert in drumming. <sighs> sure. <laughs> Compared to a lot of us? Right. How long have you been drumming, sir? Uh, how many years? Ballpark it. Ballpark it. Man. Well, in two years, it'll be 20 years. Okay. Look at that. So 18 years. You've been drumming a lot longer than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah you are an expert. minus minus a year well i guess okay minus a year to two due to injury yeah but, but still that's a lot of time yeah. you have drummed <laughs> drummed that's a lot of time that you have built up your craft and your skill hmm. you are is even if you don't like to believe it you aren't an expert in that field that is kind of crazy if you have spent more than like 10 that. years in a field you are pretty much an expert in it. Dang. And all of a sudden, that whole concept of believe the experts, that takes on a whole new meeting now. It really does. Because <laughs> if you have spent at least 10 years in something, you are probably an expert, unless you are an expert slacker. In that case, right. you're an expert in slacking. Yeah. <laughs>